Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother Tony is here. Tony? What's going on, everybody? How are you doing today, Joe? How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about yourself? How's, how's the week been treating you? Uh, pretty good. I, I actually just got home a little bit ago. I uh, had a fantastic day, probably a good five hours of working with my young athletes uh, from around the area here in the Youngstown area of Ohio. And um, that's always a good day. So uh, for sure. Um, but uh, there's there's something else I want to start talking about. We talked about this all week and now I want to bring this to the listeners. Sure. Um, and, and this really uh, this is just like a, a little part of the show that it's, it's kind of like me getting a cookie for doing good. Uh, yeah, because, uh, anybody who knows me personally, and now all the, all, all of you who do not know me personally, uh, you're going to find this out. If you don't already know from little things I've already said, I am a, I have a problem folks. I I am a huge eighties fan. That's the era I grew up in. I was born in 1970. I'm not afraid to say that. And, uh, I have a, a really, I, I love the nostalgia. I love everything about it. You can argue all you want, and I will win every time <laughs> when it comes to me proving to you that I grew up with the greatest generation ever. Um, well, you know what? I shouldn't say it that way because the greatest generation ever was our, our grandparents. Yeah. Uh, let, let's, let's, just, let's just make sure we get that out there. I'm talking about just in terms of music. In terms of movies, culture, and, and, pop, yeah, culture, culture, pop culture, 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 sure. and it has nothing to do with today's show. But we, I, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about sure. this. So, so listen, a, a, a quick fun fact for anybody who's going to ever play '80s Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> this might come up, all right. And I want to, I want to bring this up. Everybody knows from my era, from our era, all right. I'm not mm-hmm. that much older than you. No, um, no. Everybody knows who John Hughes is. And everybody followed those movies, uh, the Brat Pack, the teenage movies, the movies that defined a generation. Yeah. He was the guy behind all of it. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Pretty in Pink, 16 Candles, Some Kind of Wonderful. And then he had uh, uh, Home Alone. All right. All the child actors that, that he brought uh, to light and, and, and really started their career uh, and really gave people a, a chance to identify with one of those characters. Yeah. That was John Hughes. And yep. then he had other great movies too. He did the vacation movies. He did uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. And, and the list goes on. Um, and probably walked away from Hollywood a little too early in his life. Yeah. But I learned, I learned something different uh, not too long ago. And I, I brought this up in my personal page on social media. And I'm going to mm. bring it to you people now. Uh, and, and so listen, I didn't realize this, but for all you breakfast club fans out there and weird science and Ferris Bueller's day off, I never realized he used the same exact fictional town and fictional high school for each one of those movies. And I think he did it in 16 candles as well. He always used the Chicago suburbs as a setting for his movies. Almost always. Yeah. Almost always. Let's be let's be clear here. Uh, it's why you always saw Chevy Chase in the vacation movies had a Chicago Cubs hat on. Yep. Um, in planes, trains, and automobiles, Steve Martin was trying to get home to Chicago. Yep. 
Uh, and Ferris Bueller's day off, he went to Shermer High School. Yep. And that's why they're at the Chicago uh, Cubs game. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, if you uh, listen to the Breakfast Club in the very beginning when Anthony and Michael Hall's talking, Shermer High School, Shermer, Illinois. Yep. Um, uh, weird science when the fireball, uh, when everything is going crazy and the fireball goes through the sign of the welcome to sign of the town, it's welcome to Shermer, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so. And so I never really realized that until I read about this. And here, in some of the movies, the high school that they use is actually the high school that John Hughes went to. And so it was kind of like a shout out to where he grew up his whole life. Yeah, his roots. And yeah, so I just, you know, because I'm an 80s fan, I'm a huge fan of those movies. Huge fan. Mm-hmm. I, there's not a time that goes by where if that's move, that movie's on, I don't care where it's at in the movie, you're not going to hear from me for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, so, so I just thought that was kind of an absolute, uh, it, it's, it, it's a fact. It has no, I, I don't think, I don't think you're going to, I don't think it's going to help anybody out in life. No. Um, but you never know. It might be a million dollar question. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, you're welcome. You're might, welcome. Might win you. I, I, might win you the next round, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. just never. You, know. <laughs> you never. Yeah. So I'm just saying. And I, here's the thing, too. Um, when you first brought this up, I looked into it a little bit more uh, sure. if there was any other, you know, interesting facts about John Hughes or whatever. Apparently, yeah. there was a documentary that was developed by some Canadian filmmakers that was titled, of course, "Don't You Forget About Me," which was right the Simple Mind song for the Breakfast mm-hmm. Club. Uh, right. In that they they interviewed like Molly Ringwald, Anthony Michael Hall, Matthew Broderick, uh, and they were all in, like the search for John Hughes after he fell out of the spotlight, as you said, a little too early in 1994. Yeah, he really um, he disappeared. Yeah, and, and of course now he's since passed away. 2009, mm-hmm. he had a heart attack, uh, but obviously his his legacy is going to live on live on forever. Uh, you know, it, it's always funny to me though because like you said, everybody can kind of resonate with someone uh, that yeah. that he has written a character for. I was listening to the trailer for the breakfast club and just the very beginning of it uh you mm-hmm. know and, and, and i'm gonna do this now don't don't laugh because you'll throw me off if i <laughs> if you start yeah, I if you start laughing you're gonna throw me off but it starts no, 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 here <laughs> the announcer gets a, a brain a beauty a jock a rebel and a recluse before this day is over they'll break the rules <laughs> now let me tell you why let me tell you why i was having a hard time not laughing <laughs> You sounded scary like that <laughs> that guy back in the. Well, I, uh, wait, did you? How long did you practice? Listen, that? I, I I've been because... practicing that guy's voice ever since. Because <laughs> I, I really believe that the re, the way you get that job is you have to smoke like seven packs a day, and just oh and yeah, then, you know, and then you get. And so, <laughs> I've been practicing that man's voice ever since Scream. Yeah, well, look, I'm telling you right yeah. now, I almost laughed, and the reason why is because. It took me back there for a minute there. That was kind of scary. I almost thought to myself, is that guy, is he over there yeah. with Joe? What's going on? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got, we, we, again, I, when Scream came out, that became, of course, you know, that we can want to play a game, you know, and it was just, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. okay, so with all yeah. of this, anyway, yeah, yeah, on that note, anyway, let's take a quick break from, uh, we're going to hear from our sponsor, but we'll return more on the benefits we can gain through intermittent fasting. Okay, so let's dive in uh, to some of the great advantages to intermittent fasting. Now, first, we know in order to melt fat, we need to deplete our glycogen stores in the muscle and liver, for, in the muscles and liver first. Well, that takes time. 
And that's time without eating. Because when we do, when we eat, insulin is going to drive the glucose back into the liver and muscles, and it's going to stop us from those fat storages. That storage is there for a reason. Our body knows how to take care of itself in times of famine and starvation. And a quick side note, fasting isn't either of those. We always hear about going into starvation mode and how our bodies will go into this process if we don't eat every few hours. And we'll actually slow down our metabolism, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you Mm -hmm. should know by now just how far from the truth that is. If you can recall fat when measured in units of energy, i.e. calories, uh, Mm -hmm. calories are not parts of food, it's an actual unit of energy. It, right. uh, fat is the most dense of our macronutrients, that being fat, mm-hmm. carbs, and protein. Fat has nine grams of, uh, sorry, fat has nine, help me out here, calories. nine calories. Yeah, nine calories per, per gram. gram. Right, okay. Right, right. Yeah. okay, so when the body runs out of glycogen needed for voluntary activities such as walking, working, and such, it needs, to, it needs a new fuel to burn. And glycogen is gone, and so that only leaves one source left, fat. When you fast for long periods of time, your body's going to automatically go into this fat burning mode since all the glucose and or glycogen has been used up. So I've said all of this to say the number one benefit to fasting is direct access to that downstairs freezer we keep talking about and the ability to burn pure fat from your body resulting in a healthy, keyword, healthy weight loss. And Tony, what's another benefit of fasting? I mean, most people would probably be satisfied with what I just said, but there's certainly much more to be said. There's there's always more to be said, uh, and you 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 can ask me that question every time, and I'm always going to have more to say. And and so, you know, and, and folks, let me say this real quick: a couple things. Number one, you may, if you're a subscriber to this show, and you should be, you may say, "Okay, we've heard this ten times now. You're going to hear it ten more." Mm-hmm. The purpose is to really drive home the importance. Okay, of everything we're talking about. And so the best way to get somebody to basically understand the concept and truly get an understanding of it is to continuously let them know exactly what that concept is and what that concept means. And and so and, and then we add more. And then we add more. So that's why we continue to do what we call cliff notes of what we really got into maybe a show or two earlier. Right. Uh, so that's one thing. Another thing is real quick, I want to point this out. I don't want to get all scientific, you know, scientific uh, on everybody here with the terminology and so on and so forth. But gluconeogenesis, Mm -hmm. we have to remember that one. Okay, we have to remember this more than the word itself. I know we keep talking about depleting our glycogen stores and our glucose and therefore using fat, storage fat Mm -hmm. as our primary source of energy because of it. Please keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we are not saying that the body has no more glucose in it. At that point, the body will automatically, through that process I just mentioned, gluconeogenesis, will automatically continue to create glucose. Mm -hmm. Your body does need glucose to operate. It does not need the amount we are providing it. That is what we're trying to say there. So I'm just kind of driving that point home, I guess you could say now. So, you know, that being said, you know, we could sit here all day long and point out the benefits of intermittent fasting. All right. So, you know, in short, yes, there are a lot more to, you know, a lot more to be said here. As I said, there's a shocker, but already, all right, know the, the, the dramatic decrease in insulin levels by using intermittent fasting as a tool in your daily nutritional habits is real. Yeah. 
So, and so. you know, if I if I could just interject there real quick, Tony, sure. Because one of the things that a lot of people will hear about intermittent fasting, well, they know they they already have the idea of what fasting is, right? We're going to go without food. Um, but you had just said something in your daily nutritional habits. And right. so I don't want to mislead anyone into thinking, well, we have to fast every day. No, um, it's intermittent fasting. It's right there in the name. Uh, you don't do that daily, but it, that it, there is a routine that you're going to find yourself having to follow daily in order to reap the greatest reward from your fast, uh, yes. from, from, you know, what you're eating on days that you're not fasting to what your last meal is prior to a fast. How, what meal you should use to break a fast. So it really is a daily, um, uh, a, a daily habit uh, in order to to uh, participate in in this kind of uh, uh, you know in this lifestyle, right? Yeah. So, but that being said, you could, I'm sure. Uh, dive a little bit deeper as well. Yeah, and, and I will. I'll dive a little bit deeper. And that's some great that's a great point that you made you made there when you interjected. This is a journey where you're going to find your way as long as you're committed to the journey. And I'm not I I, I can't I can't say this enough, okay? You will find your way and it will become a habit. It will become a lifestyle change that you'll use it that will benefit you in the best way. There is no game plan drawn up for, for people of this age group, of this gender, for this time period, over this time. It is going to be what works best for John, yeah. what works best for Judy, mm -hmm. what works best for Eric, what works be best for Sam. It's not going to be uh, because of – you have to understand. You're going to figure that out. But you're going to have to listen to everything we say, and we're going to repeat it to you because we want to drive the points home. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, we're going to talk today, I think, about three, mm -hmm. three different things in terms of what it does for you from a benefit standpoint, right? When we dive, we're going to dive deeper here. Right. So let's tie, let's tie number one and two together uh, to a certain extent, mm -hmm. right? And th these are big, right? These are huge. Sure. And it, here's, here's what it is. It changes, this eating style, this time-delayed eating, uh, it changes hormonal and cellular function. Now, listen to us here, okay? It is scientifically proven time and time again over long periods of time now, folks, long periods of time. You know, so you, you may be asking in short, what does that mean, all right, in terms of uh, hormonal and cellular function and what it does? That's your question now. Mm -hmm. we, we've all heard of human growth hormone. HGH. Right. We've all heard of it and we've all have our own little uh, understanding of what that definition might mean okay, sure. in the short term. So there's so many functions and benefits with that particular hormone. It's a very important ho hormone. Okay. But, but this isn't that show where we're just going to talk about HGH. Right. All right. We're going to point out a couple things. Let's realize one fact. It is indeed one of the most important hormones in the human body. Yeah. And, and real quick before, before you go on, I, this is sure. one other thing for me to, to kind of put in there. Um, you know, it's probably worth mentioning um, only because I, I, I was, as I've said in the past, there's certain things that I was just ignorant about uh, until I started to really get in involved in, in, a, in, you know, a healthy lifestyle and the journey of it all. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, at one point, I thought insulin was medication given to diabetics. I had no idea that our body actually produces insulin. 
it's right. it's a little embarrassing, but it's true. And I, I don't know how many people don't realize that. Well, the only time I'd ever heard of HGH is when it was be ta- it was when it was being taken uh, as a performance enhancement drug. People were taking right. it, uh, exo. What's the word again for me? When it's uh, like a supplement. Oh, now I went blank. Let's skip that. Exogenous, exogenous. An exogenous yes. supplement. Yes. That's it. Okay. And, and yeah. so, you know, uh, and I only knew it as as that illegal substance, right? So mm-hmm. when I found out, oh, no, that's actually an, a hormone our body makes naturally. Um, you know, just it's just like when you hear testosterone, people automatically right. assume anabolic, uh, you know, intramuscular, you know, Steroid, yeah, yes. they, they're not really understanding. No, our bodies make that naturally. Um, and that's what we're referring to. Same case here with HGH. Uh, you should know that this is something that, you know, what, what Tony's talking about, obviously, is something we make, our bodies make naturally. Uh, and there's a way that you can, through intermittent fasting, you could ramp that up. But he'll talk about that more, I'm assuming, here in this next uh, in this next bit. Sure. And, and, and that's, that's, that is true. I mean, people do hear that terminology and they automatically, you know, you hear anabolic and mm-hmm. automatically – you know, you tie that to steroids, right. you tie that to, and, and anabolic means so much more than that. Right. Um, but that being said, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to start this off here by pointing out a study because that's what we should do. All right. Yeah. Uh, and this study, you know, it was reported in the journal of clinical investigation, JCI. Now keep this in mind. This is important. This journal has been around since 1908. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 1908. So you're asking, you know, wow, 1908. So what's the what's the importance of that? Well, apparently, in terms of longevity, there must be a lot of credibility here when it comes to the Journal of Clinical Investigation, or it would not be around for more than a century now. Right. You know, so this particular study was done in 1988. And again, you may be asking yourself, so Shouldn't this be something that's outdated? And why are you talking about studies from that long ago? Has the science changed? The science has evolved. The science has gotten better. But Mm -hmm. my point here is, what does that tell you about this particular type of time-delayed eating? They've been studying this now for what? Four decades, five decades, six decades. How long has this actually been, you know, going on? It was before 1988. I could tell you that. Sure. So, so it's not like this is something new. This has been looked at vigorously over a long period of time. All right. So you have to understand that. Now, when it comes to this particular study, the one I'm talking about now, uh, this one here, it, it took six adult males. And it ran several tests on them during uh, a fed period, you know, the period when they're actually feeding them a certain meal plan. And and then again, it did it on days one in five during a fasting period. Now, here's what I'm not sure of when I looked at this study. Were they saying on days one in five is when they fasted or are they saying days one through five when they did a five-day fast? I think it's the latter. Yes. Okay. I believe it's the latter. It never really states it in the study. And I can tell you this, folks, real quick on a side note as the ADD kicks in. Mm-hmm. When you read a scientific study, if you are not a scientist or a biochemist, which is a scientist, yeah. uh, a doctor, somebody who really understands medical terminology, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a professional trainer. There are certain studies that I'll start looking at, and I have absolutely no Mm -hmm. clue where they're going with it. And I lose interest immediately. 
So there were certain ways that this study was put together that I'm not sure exactly what they were talking about. I'm going to be completely transparent with you. It takes a lot to read through a long study where the terminology is uh, amazingly difficult to understand. And if you're not a doctor, uh, or I think sometimes even if you are a doctor, yeah. these scientists try to pull one up on you and say, I bet you don't know what this means. So yeah. it was kind of hard to follow this study. It was in great detail with some mm-hmm. some interesting terminology. So I believe the fasting was taking place one days one through five, a five-day fasting period. Mm-hmm. The results... Just like the benefits were extensive, but we are keeping this show simple, remember? So we're not turning this into a science show solely. So bottom line is this. The longer the duration of the fast an an individual undergoes, the larger the increase in human growth hormone, which can reach up to five times the amount the human human body normally creates. Mm -hmm. Think about that. The human body creates human growth hormone time delayed eating intermittent fasting the longer you go without consuming food the more the body will create hgh over longer periods of time Mm -hmm. now why is this important well two of the many benefits of hgh are fat burning and muscle gain That right there answers a question that I guarantee you a lot of you started asking while you were listening to me say this. Yep. Well, what about muscle mass if I fast? My body's going to start eating muscle if I start fasting and not supplying it with nutrients. Eh, Wrong answer. Uh, I can understand why if you've never researched it and understood it and have done it, I can understand why you would think that. I would have thought that too. I would have definitely thought that too. But – The way the body acts towards a fasting state, when you learn how to do this the right way, and you will, it will release five times the amount, up to five times the amount of human growth hormone into your body. Studies have proven this time and time again that will allow you to repair, restore, and grow more lean muscle tissue than you had before. There will be things you have to do. There will be avenues you have to take in order to make sure that that process takes place. But rest assured, folks, burning body fat and gaining lean muscle tissue have to have your eyes lit up when it comes to being the best you from a health standpoint and looking the best you from a health standpoint. Yeah, those, right? are, those are two of the main things, right? Lose yeah, fat, right. gain muscle. Right. So, I mean, there's your easy, there's your easy answer, obviously, in the short end. Uh, but you know, when your body's creating the very home hormone that promotes muscle growth while you fast times five, mm-hmm. that speaks for itself. And they, like I said, the studies are there. The proof is there. So let's move forward to the other one. And that one was cellular repair. Okay. Now, what does that mean? What we're saying there is it's allowing new cells to become stronger and rid the body of waste in the older cells. It's basically stronger cells eating weaker cells. Right. That's really what it is. Or damaged right? cells too, isn't it? Or de- de- very much so. Very much, very much so. That, that's the easiest way to put it. When we fast for longer periods of time especially, you know, and we're going to talk about those longer periods of time, by the way, uh, we put added stress on the body. Now, you know, we mentioned the word autophagy several times. 
and other episodes, at least one other episode. Yeah, we are, we we aren't going into that rabbit hole yet. We're not we're not, we're not going to go into detail here. Then that's a whole other show, and it's going to be an important concept if you don't already know what that's all about, folks. Uh, but uh, in due time. But back back to the added stress, which which basically can give our listeners the cliff notes on this wonderful process of autophagy. Mm-hmm. Fasting causes the stress we need to allow autophagy to take place. The body's cells will clean out the damaged cells, kind of like what you just said, right. through this stress, and in that cleaning process, rejuvenate and become stronger. Now, there's a gentleman by the name of Yoshinori Osumi. I hope I did him justice. Yoshinori Osumi. Yoshinori Osumi. Yep. Yep. The Nobel Prize winner in 2016 for what? Autophagy. Autophagy. Yep. You don't win Nobel Prizes unless you've got something that is extremely attractive to the world, to science, right? Yeah. And, and I think it, it, it needs to be said, too, when we're talking about damaged cells, we're also talking about those ones that can become very problematic if left to their own uh, if left their, to their own devices, uh, the ones that split and, and ends up becoming a, a, a cancer of some form. Right. And we'll leave, and we won't go too deep there. Well, that's no, another show. No. Right. But I'm just that, you know, yeah. to say that it's damaged cells. Keep in mind, we're also we're, the kinds of cells that it can also be taken care of are ones that are potential cancers. They are. They start off as a damaged cell. Right. So, Which you know, and, cells, yeah. right. You know, so but but go ahead. Yeah. And, and so and well, that's the road to metabolic well-being uh, mm-hmm. and a stronger immune system starts right, right there. There it is. Starts right there. So, you know, we really. We really break this down in upcoming shows, okay? We really, that's definitely where we're going in the, and on that avenue, on that pathway. But again, not using the largest scientific terms and awing everybody with a ton of scientific data because I've already been very transparent on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just enough to get you understanding the process and its benefits. That, that's, that's what's important. And you know, that leads me into the third one, all right? right? And, and the final one that we're going to talk about today Today, you know, as there are, are far more than just three. Yeah. Uh, n- nonetheless, you know, fasting gi- gives you y- your digestive system a break. Right. right. It gives your digest. It, it gives it a break. Now, I want everybody. I want you to think about this. All you hard workers out there. Okay. Hmm. Let's think about our jobs. I'm going to think about mine. Could you imagine working 24 hours a day, seven days every week with no rest? Think about this. I don't care if your job is a sit-down job. I want you to think about the amount of mental stress and physical stress sitting in that position. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, nonstop, all right? That is your digestive system when we eat every three hours or so, nonstop, high glycemic foods, okay, with high glycemic loads, an abundance of processed foods, constant uh, increasing uh, the insulin, a constant flow of glucose into our cells, and our digestive system trying to digest and send the nutrients nonstop wherever they need to go, where it needs to process, where it needs to store it, when it needs to excrete it, over and over again like Groundhog Day. It is absolutely unhealthy to continue this process this way. And that is exactly what we are doing to ourselves. Digest, digestion is a, it's a long process, 24, 48, 
72 hours at times. It doesn't just happen where the food goes down into your stomach, digests, and you're done a half an hour later. Right. It's not even close. It's, you know, for that matter, folks, the digestion process starts in your mouth. As soon as you yeah. start chewing, that's where it starts. Some, some would, some would uh, even debate that it starts from the second you start to smell the food because uh, it, your, your mouth starts to water. Very, very good point. Very good point. You know, depending on, on the food you eat mm -hmm. and, and how your body handles certain foods, everybody's different. Yeah. Therefore, you know, eating every three hours is is truly going to be an unfortunate situation for one's digestive process. So, you know, this whole ridiculousness of three meals, three snacks, and let's sneak something in there at night before we go to bed. Yeah, that's what you're doing to yourself. Plenty yeah. of things to discuss here in the future shows. But I think you get the gist of where I'm coming from. Yeah. And, you know, um, there was something I wanted to bring up to here with, uh, oh, uh, it, there's a lot to be said about gut biome. And, you know, it, it's something I would recommend people, you know, maybe look up, look into, learn a little bit about. We're definitely, that is definitely something that uh, not just with intermittent fasting, I think is a, is a definite good uh, topic for a, uh, definitely a good topic for, for a, uh, a, a future show. Um, but just how our bodies deal with different foods. Um, there's certain, there's certain foods that when we eat are um, uh, actually react more as a poison in our system. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, there's, there's uh, some that uh, some plant-based things that we're eating um, where the plants use it as their defense mechanism. What's that called? It into our, in, into our system. Yeah. Uh, lectin. Very good. Big lectin. difference. Yes. Yes. So, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot, and it has a, a, a huge effect. The gut biome is, is the uh, bacteria, the good bacteria that's in your, it's in your stomach. Um, you know, and it, and it kind of plays a role in all of this. Not so much just intermittent fasting. I think that's just a uh, it, it's good for some basic knowledge. And again, probably uh, an awesome topic for for a later show. But so as we said, th these are just a few of the advantages of, inter of intermittent fasting. Yes, we're certainly going to touch base uh, from time to time with others as well. So let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. And when we return, a little preview of what to expect in the next show. All right, welcome back, everyone. So we've talked about a few of the advantages to intermittent fasting today, but what about the big question? How do I do this thing? Huh. So far, you guys have talked about everything that has to do with intermittent fasting, but you've yet to tell us how to go about it. That's and what they're be, saying. Yeah, you'd be right in thinking that because, let's face it, we haven't, And but there's a reason. When approaching any new lifestyle, whether it be diet, mindfulness, physical well-being, etc., we need to know why something works to make sense of it before we start to do it. So we've covered and will always cover the why behind the concepts of intermittent fasting. In our next show, we enter into the how-to intermittent fast. There are various ways based upon your personal goals, work schedules, medical issues, where we will always tell you to talk to your doctor before you do anything, yes. uh, amongst numerous other circumstances that are, may play a role in, in the way that you could personalize your intermittent fasting routine. Right. That's probably my favorite part of intermittent fasting is I can make it suit my needs and change it on the fly if need be. You'll have a better understanding come the next show what that's all about. Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I just, you know, just, just, just real quick. Um, uh, I always say just real quick and then I, I go on a rant, but that's okay. It, listen, folks. It, so, you know, you're going to hear us talk about, you know, 16, eight, 18, six, 
uh, OMAD, you know, uh, what, what does all that mean? Or, or how did you put your intermittent fasting together? How did you do it? What, look, you're going to get the understanding of this piece by piece. You've got to have patience. You've got to keep following the show. You got to remember that this, the reason why we're talking about this first, keep this in your head. We're going to keep beating it in your head is because it is a tool you can use with any other type of eating that you do. You can end up saying, I don't want to follow this strict intermittent fasting, but you can still apply it to a low carb diet, to a low calorie diet, to a zigzag method, to a, you know, a carnivore diet, to, to paleo, to, to, you know, to keep to the keto diet, so on and so forth. You can apply this always to so many other ways that you eat. All right. You don't have to do this strict intermittent fasting. It's just a tool. Keep that and, in mind. And it's interesting too, to say strict intermittent fasting diet, because to be honest with you, it's, it's the last thing it really is is strict. It's pretty simple. You're There's right, a period you, yeah. of time you don't eat. <laughs> That's just the thing where you put food in your mouth and chew it and swallow it. You don't do that for a period of time. Yeah. And that's really just it. Now, there are certain periods of times that that you will start to reap greater rewards. And that's what we're going to get into. Right. So, you know, and, and again, all for our next show. That's, you know, what we're doing here. We're just kind of sure. giving a bit of a preface of, of you know, what, what we're going to be getting into. So um, is anything else? <laughs> No, that's it. Anything, that's all anything I got. else real quick? No, that's all I got. On. That's all uh, I got. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, guys, until then, I want to remind you, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. We're going to have voice messages. Uh, again, the link will be in the description of today's show. Um, if you want to leave a message, uh, question, opinion, comment, whatever, uh, that's fine. If you don't want your voice on the podcast, also leave that in your message. We'll keep you anonymous. Be sure to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning. 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So on behalf of my brother, Coach Tony, and myself, thanks for listening. Be the best you out there, everybody. Bye.